This podcast of local Brattleboro history is brought to you by Brattleboro Savings and Loan, the Bank of Brattleboro. World War II ended in September of 1945. Veterans of the war began returning to Brattleboro, but there was a housing shortage. There were no apartments available for returning servicemen and their young families. A Chamber of Commerce housing committee, along with the town government, joined together to address this problem. The organization purchased 40 prefabricated houses from the Hartford, Connecticut airport through the Federal Public Housing Authority. These homes were dismantled and trucked to Brattleboro. Ten of the houses were sold to veterans in Brattleboro or neighboring towns, and they were put up as single-family homes. Three of the buildings were also sold to a local boarding school for dormitories. The remaining 27 prefabricated homes were reassembled and became known as Vets Village. They were located where the present Little League field is situated, on the corner of Oak Grove Avenue and South Main Street. At the time, in late 1945, the land had served as a town yard and gravel pit. Local resident Peter Root was four years old and remembers the Veterans Village. Vets Village is for war housing after the war because there just wasn't enough places for everybody to, to live and they were and they were little buildings oh, I don't think they were much more than 24 feet wide and not much longer and they were divided in half so one family lived on one side of it another family on the other side so <laughs> it wasn't a lot of privacy a little living room a small bedroom and a little kitchen with a old-fashioned steel boiler thing in the kitchen I remember those and uh, of course, the houses were all close, so uh, I enjoyed it because I got to play with all the kids. A lot of kids here. There were the Franklins and the Bacons and the Wilkins, several other groups. We all seemed to play together and have a pretty good time. They must have been packed in there pretty tight. Uh, they were. I don't know. I would say there was probably three roads in and out and a little side entrance on the hill. Everybody was close. They had to be. But I don't remember any big problems. I remember one time. Uh, a fellow named Leonard Wadman lived there, and he uh, got hold of a bothersome skunk and skinned it and tacked it on the wall outside of his place and created a big controversy. <laughs> 27 prefabricated buildings each housed two families. These duplexes each contained a kitchenette, living room, bedroom, and bath. They were heated by kerosene stoves and portable oil burners, and they did not have any insulation. One resident joked that you didn't need an alarm clock because you could hear your neighbor's alarm from your side of the thin plasterboard walls. For four years, the Vets Village helped the town address the housing shortage while developers and builders focused on creating new housing in town. Vets Village was always supposed to fill a temporary need, and in 1948 there were 58 permits issued for new single residences or modifications to existing buildings to provide more living units. Oak Grove, Fuller Drive, Edward Heights, and Marlboro Road were some of the areas developed a great deal during this time. By February of 1950, there were only seven families left at the Vets Village. According to an article in the Reformer, Vetsville, at its peak during the winter of 1947, housed 54 families at a time when you couldn't beg, borrow, or steal an apartment or tenement in Brattleboro. Young Peter Root remembered those days fondly through the eyes of a young boy enjoying the company of a ready-made neighborhood. His family, like the others in Vets Village, moved to other quarters as the town adjusted to the post-war boom years. We'd like to thank Lee Ha for her research and Peter Root for his memories this week in Brattleboro history. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.